it is so beautiful to see you. It's beautiful to hear your voice. It's beautiful to be here once again on the Straight Love Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us. Jim is bowing to me like a uh, um, samurai. Monk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like what we, did you say? I was going to say samurai, but... Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a good one too. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. They, do they still exist? Like, could, do they got samurais out there that are... Probably. Yeah, just ready for war? Yeah. Okay. Hence, well, yeah, samurai swords and all uh, that I stuff. I thought Tom Cruise was the last one. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we'll start again thank no, you very much <laughs> anyways thanks for tuning in everybody <laughs> nothing like a good tom cruise joke to kind of <laughs> set the tone here so um it is a uh, it's election day here actually in in, uh, in winnipeg that's right the yeah. mayoral race jim i'm sure i just got back from voting jim i'm sure you went as well i vote for love you vote for love. <laughs> jim voted pedro apparently <laughs> who's that you from uh, napoleon dynamite oh, oh. <laughs> see we got we got there we got go. last samurai <laughs> references we got napoleon yeah. dyke kicking it dyke <laughs> well, we should probably edit that out mm. anyways oh, yeah, yeah. uh yeah so mayoral race uh 2022 here in winnipeg um the incumbent i don't even know what that word means <laughs> i'm just going to the favorite i know was glenn murray who was a uh, the former mayor once yeah. upon a time so he certainly got the name recognition, but uh, you look like a, a Robert Falcon Ouellette guy there, Jim. Is that who? Um, you didn't vote, did you? I vote for love. <laughs> <laughs> Jim I think, I think uh, Glenn Murray was a good... We, we were probably a bit young when he was uh, I, when I, he was mayor, but I think I remember that he he did a rather good job being mayor, didn't he? I don't know. I, I mean, you're right. It was, I thought it, he did. It was long enough ago where I don't... If I was old enough to vote, I wasn't... You know, I was probably like 1920 yeah. around that time. I know it was our first gay mayor and people were like... Even back then, I don't remember there being too much uh, controversy maybe surrounding that. Yeah. Like it wasn't like it would be maybe down in the States somewhere where that is more of a of a concern for some people, maybe around the Bible belt. But, yeah. you know, up here we were like, hey, I mean, are you going to fix the roads? Okay, we don't you're care in. what you do. Yeah, you're in. Fuck it. So I don't know. I don't know who's going to win. I don't know that uh, Jim much cares because he voted for love, and that's always a vote that's going to uh, <laughs> benefit vote, the most people. That's, that's right. for sure. Thank you. Yes. So um, congratulations to whoever the new mayor is. Um, by the time this actually podcast comes out, the people will know, and hopefully you're all happy with the outcome. We'll leave it at that. All right. So, um, <laughs> Jim and I have actually, you know, talking about uh, the mayoral race, I think a lot of people obviously go out and vote for these kinds of things because they want things to get better, right? They want a better city. They want a better community. And they're hoping that by making these votes and putting these kind of people in power, they're going to be happier. Um, now, is that a realistic expectation, Jim? Who's responsible for your happiness? Is it Glenn Murray? I don't think so. No. I don't think Glenn Murray would either would also either think he's responsible for my happiness. Right. But I mean it is I mean it's an interesting question actually. And I think that if you're by by voting you are sort of exercising your choice to be happy because you're supporting that which you are like-minded or have the same kind of ideals, right? So You would think so, yeah. Again, not that it would be um not that it, it's it would be that responsibility towards you to make you happy, but you're, you're at least participating in trying to, trying to make a difference because voting does make a difference. It is true. I mean, if Mm -hmm. no one did, then 
then no one, nothing would happen from it. And it's every, every vote does count as cliche as it is. It's a true thing. It's just like every, every act of kindness counts. Every, you know, display of love counts. Every little thing counts. I mean, if, if everybody in Canada donated a dollar a week to a, hmm. a, a, a needy organization or, or a charity, that would be $30 million a week. You oh, tell wow. me that that doesn't yeah. make a difference. Great point. And man. it's only a dollar to me or a dollar to you. Or... Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. You know, when you put things into, into, into those kinds of perspective, I, I don't know why we think that these small acts don't necessarily matter. And maybe that's because we don't see the immediate payoff, you know, like for instance, small acts of kindness and that kind of thing. Um, you know, you pay for somebody's coffee behind you in line at Tim's. Um, maybe it's through the drive through You don't necessarily see that person's reaction. You don't know what the, what the outcome is of, is of that. Maybe it makes you feel good for, for within that fleeting moment. But we always talk about the, that ripple effect of kindness, right? And those ripple effect of those kinds of actions is that they, they, they kind of carry on throughout the, the oceanous world. Which word. is really, is it? Okay, yeah. I kind of threw that out there. It was, no, that's it was fine. That's the way that words become new words is they start <laughs> off as new words. <laughs> well, you heard in, it here invented first. Invented words, yeah. Awesome. Hashtag yeah. oceanus. <laughs> but the thing, you know, it makes me think about the gratitude journal, the one that you'd introduced me to that I just I just finished. I finished a couple, few days ago, whatever. Is that one for men in particular? Yeah, is but you know what? That's actually like a funny thing because I... In going through that whole thing, it's it. I don't. I don't know how it would be geared. I don't know what makes it geared towards men. Yeah, to be honest a woman with you. could like, pick that up, and anybody could use that I, that's thing. That's what I kind of. So thought, it's yeah. maybe that was a little bit of uh, a little bit of marketing, marketing more than anything. Age. You know sure. what I mean? But mm-hmm. whatever, doesn't matter. And it makes me think of it makes me think of completing that journal. And if you were to ask me if I could sort of definitively put my finger on anything that sort of resulted in some. Uh, measurable change or, or something that I noticed differently in myself over the course of the 90 days, I'm probably going to say no. Mm. But what I'm at, but mm-hmm, what I am mm-hmm. going to say is that it's all, it's, it's, I, I did, the, it's 90 days. So I did this thing 90 times, I guess 180 times to be accurate because it would be, there's a portion Twice, for the yep. morning and a portion for the evening. Yep. And it made a difference. Of course it did, man. It yeah. made a difference. It's a good example. And it's, those like we're speaking about it's these small acts these small steps where maybe you're not even picking your feet up off the ground you're just mm. shuffling along the ground yeah you will get to somewhere else because you're going forward yeah yeah totally. and i realize the strength in that stuff now and, and the power in that kind of stuff and just to trust that it might not feel like or seem like you're doing anything while you're doing it at the time, but it's happening. It's like going to the gym all the time. 100%, you go to the gym, you see yourself all the time. You don't notice any change. But yeah. if you're consistent, if you work hard, you stick with it. Someone who hasn't seen you in six months, and they'll see you and they'll say, whoa, you're looking great. Whoa, yeah. you're looking thinner. Whoa, you're looking more muscular. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you may not notice it. No, 100%. And that's what it is. That's I believe this. Wow. That's, 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 uh, I, I love that, man. That journal is such a good example because what, what are, it, it is so difficult to see a before and after for something like that, mm-hmm. you know, how I've, but I, I mean, it's, it, it's hard to measure 
happiness, right? You don't have your own happiness barometer. You don't have your own happiness meter or something to be able to say, well, before this 90 days, I was at an 85 and now I'm at a 106 kind of thing. Right. You know, um, it's, it's more of an internal way that you feel, but uh, you know, maybe all of a sudden you develop, you start developing a little bit more self-awareness and maybe you find that you're not as crotchety. You're not as, you I know, think that's a real big one, to be honest, how you, how you, absorb in how you go about your day like how you view things right and so maybe not necessarily are you sort of bounding in all your steps mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know everything is uh, everything is wonderful and super fantastic but i think it finds this grounding place where you're you can you can navigate life and see it positively you can it's i can't believe i say shit like this now but it's you actually believe that when stuff comes up in life that you don't know how to handle or don't know how to address or it's unexpected, you actually view it as a challenge and you're like, I'll figure it out. Uh, as opposed to actually thinking it's a problem and something that's happening to you. Yeah. And yeah. you're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling sorry for yourself almost. Right. And like I said, I, I'm, I sort of chuckle at myself that I'm, I actually believe this stuff because 10 years ago, I don't know, five years ago, I would have just, that stuff to me was just fluff. What do you mean? Fl- oh, like, like they're not problems. They're challenges. Okay. I was like, <laughs> fuck off. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. With yeah, that yeah, nonsense. yeah. But it's true. It's true. People who say that and believe it have gone through it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know? They're their own proof kind of thing. Yeah. With the way that they've dealt with it. And I think there's, there's a, it kind of makes me think about it's just, like how honest are you being with yourself about mm-hmm. how you're living your life? Right. Right. And the thing is, is that, yeah, there's all sorts of considerations to be made to, towards all sorts of demographics and all sorts of life situations, etc. But let's call it for what it is. Likely the people that listen to this podcast <laughs> kind of live similar similar lives or, or, or live a life that is good. You know, like you're in Canada. Your life is probably pretty good. How honest are you with yourself with what you're doing with it? Hmm. And going back to what you said about making a vote, that makes a difference. That counts. I'd like to think so, man. That's why I did it. Yeah, for sure. And those acts of kindness, they count. I don't know. I, I'm, I, I was saying well, this to you earlier, man, before we hit the record button, but I'm just, I'm on this very, I've been on this track the last couple months about just choosing your happiness, you choosing, know? Happiness, choosing, man. choosing your growth, choosing yeah. your progress. So let me ask you this then, like what, what does a self-assessment look like? Like you're talking about getting honest with yourself. Somebody would say, well, you got to take a good long look at yourself in the mirror. But what does that really, like, what does that really mean? How do you, how do you assess? How do you do a self-assessment? How do you kind of get honest with yourself and say, okay, here are the areas that maybe I'm lacking in. Am I really happy? Like how many, how many, how many, how many times has somebody actually stopped and thought about that? And if you're not, what can you do to change that? This is a, an amazing question. I don't know how to get to the answer to this one. I can only... Well, how do you self-assess? I, it's, it's been a whole bunch of these little tiny steps over the last 12 years. Okay, so that's the answer right there. It's not like all of a sudden you just stop one day, you take a look. Like maybe you do some sort of... You have to do some sort of inventory maybe, but it goes back to repetition, yeah. consistency, effort... Yeah. Okay. It's those small steps of starting with the awareness. Like, you know, if you're angry about shit, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're upset about shit, you should, you should like, they're very apparent feelings. Of course they are. Yeah. You know, and, and feelings and emotion is, 
it really is the barometer of of your well-being and what about default emotions that's got to be a good way to kind of gauge things as well right say more about that like if you're if 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 let's say you're reading something whatever that is and your default emotion is to get mad or angry oh, or yeah. whatever like all of a sudden that's the one that comes up right away right instead of maybe non-judgment understanding whatever else yes like again if you've got that self-awareness or at least maybe do that that take that step back and kind of see why is it that you're that you're reacting that way or or take note at least you know yes i agree with that completely like i that's a i think that's a very good assessment sort of tool and and way to point yourself in the in the right direction and it's you know when when we'd figured out the purpose of life the episode however long ago that was being that it is to just feel good as much yeah. as you possibly can sure of this course. is not a this is not a complicated concept <laughs> it shouldn't be man yeah definitely you know and i think i think most people understand that sure you might feel good drinking 10 beers one night mm-hmm but shit, are you going to feel like a bag the next day? Of course, yeah. And so there's your answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of what's more important, you know? Yeah. There's there's willpower in it. There's, you know, your mind frame. There's there's all sorts of things. It's just, it's uh, like I can, I can only, for me, I can only speak from the perspective that I had many, many years ago, which was one of cynicism and not a lot of hope not a lot of optimism Hmm. and now through this process of whatever it was that i did i can look back on that and see like how evident it was and and even and even to say like back then i knew i was shitty oh wow but now you do or no you did i I still i knew it then oh is that right but you just are you're just shitty I mean, that's not an easy conclusion for some people to come to, right? That's why I have to believe. I know everyone's different and, and whatnot, but I think about that and it was it's not like I didn't know it. Hmm. You were in a denial, that's for sure. No, but you just choose. I guess you just have to choose otherwise. Well, I mean, and why wouldn't you, man? You know, like like we, we've talked about the seven regrets of the dying before. One of the seven regrets is I wish I would have let myself be happier. You got one shot at this life. You can live it miserable. You can live it happy. You can live it a lot of different ways. But if you can't choose happiness, and, and you had a good example there about, you know, I, th- I think that the majority of our listeners are, are here in Canada. We, we kind of have a, a, a leg up to a certain degree. I was, okay, so here's a, I was watching a documentary for, I think it's Michael Orr, if I'm not mistaken, the guy from Blindside. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were, they were uh, talking about um, what it was like for him when he was growing up. And I mean, he was like poor, poor. He was one mm-hmm. of like 10 children, 11 children, something like that, growing up in the projects, didn't know where his next meal was going to come from. Uh, I think at one point, him and his like 10 siblings were living in a car together. And I mean, you know how big that guy was. And even as a kid, I'm sure he was huge. I don't even know how you do that. You know, so as soon as he was taken out of that environment and lived with his family, and you can go into, you know, uh, how how accurate the movie was or whatever but as soon as he if as as the 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 certain things in his life were um checked off food shelter uh stability all of a sudden he could thrive because those kinds of things like if you don't have those that's going to that's going to encompass a lot of where your focus is right and it's hard to be happy with an empty belly i think to a certain for sure right so as soon as you get those 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 boxes checked off and you've got a chance in life then i don't know 
isn't it kind of on you if you're not happy? Like, I mean, you know, at, at, at what point do you got to say, okay, what, what can I be doing better here? If I've got the basic necessities here, if I've got the bare minimum or even the minimum or whatever it is, and you're not happy, then it's got to be better choices, I'm assuming, right? I agree. Well, choose happiness then. So as long as I've known you, you've always been positive and optimistic and had a good spirit about you. Was, has that been true the whole time? Has that always been you? Uh, like, did you know... Here, I'd like if you can answer, respond to what I just said, but also, did you always know that you were positive? Or at least you came off as being positive, at okay. least to me? The, this, is actually a, this is actually a good question. And, and as, as much as we like to rag on people for maybe not having the self-awareness that they're being negative yeah. and miserable... I probably didn't have the self-awareness to know that I was positive and pleasant, right. you know, that was just, kind of, that was my default, yeah. you know? And I, I, I don't know that I can think back to a time when I wasn't that way. So maybe I'm living in some sort of fantasy world where I think that I've always been happy. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would say happy, but I've certainly always been pretty positive, man. Like just mm-hmm. kind of an uplifting person. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've had some dark moments, but I mean, if you want to talk about my life as a whole, geez, I, I don't know. I, I think that I've always kind of had like that baseline of how did you become aware of it? Cause you're, I know you're aware of it now. Um, I think that kind of, you, you, it, 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 it is something that kind of happens with age, man. Like the more that you kind of live and the more people that you kind of find yourself interacting with, whether that's at work, social functions, gyms meditation whatever it is and you and you get to kind of get a really good idea of like who is out there as far as the population is concerned Mm -hmm. and i mean different countries and that kind of thing as well but then you start hearing it from people you know people are like wow you know like i really enjoy speaking with you wow or you know you're you're really uplifting wow you're such a good listener like all these different things and you you begin to realize that and this, I, I hate talking about myself this way because it sounds like i'm fucking you know really tooting my own horn here but then you you start to think Oh, well, people like me seem to be missing in other people's lives. Right. God, even saying that is sound no, douchey, man. man. A, no, but, but, but that's okay. I, I, think that does, I think that does speak to maybe what kind of the landscape is out there. Maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's interesting, like you said, because your awareness of that didn't really have it because it was default. You sort of didn't right. really know any different and whatever that was cultivated from, whatever influence that was a result of or Upbringing whatever your wiring was and, yeah, or, or yeah. anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. Amazing that it's like that and all credit to you as well. But I think it sort of speaks more to, you can be on either side of it. You can be on that not such positive side or that such positive side and still kind of have a, a difficulty of awareness of either side. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, I don't think that I realized that until just now, to be honest. That's yeah. pretty amazing. Huh. Well, I mean, you know, I, I, wished, uh, I wish more people had happiness as a default, man. I really do. And I, I, I wish that for, for them as much as me. You know, it would be a, a happy world if everybody could just kind of have that baseline positive attitude or uplifting. And I mean... You know, it's, it's, it's difficult to be like that all the time. I mean, coach Carl, who we had on this podcast very recently was talking about how, you know, he had a really great morning. He got up early, crushed his, you know, certain personal goals that he had, went to the gym and just felt like a bag of dicks, felt shitty, did not feel good. And, (laughs) and, and, but then came to that realization that, 
you know, he's he's been having so many great moments recently where he's been filled with gratitude and really yeah. loving and loving life and that kind of stuff. And this shitty moment was just the yang to the yin, you know? Like, you can't have one without the other. Like, if everybody was baseline happy 24-7, then would it even be happiness if there wasn't misery, you know? Like, it's it's like that has there has to be that balance there. Otherwise, yeah. what's happiness other than... That's certainly... Uh delving into the realms of philosophical thought, I guess, wow. with that. But it makes me think that even if you're, what I what I respect about that is being productive and constructive and attaining your, your targets and your goals for that day, even not feeling great. Like there's certainly something to be said for that, you know, certainly something to be said for maybe the night before you've got an outline of what you want your next day to look like and yeah. and you wake up not feeling great for whatever the reason might be sometimes that just happens i certainly experience that myself every totally, now and yeah. then but you still have that responsibility and that commitment to yourself to say i'm not going to let my feelings get in the way of of my productivity you know like of my growth because it's it's true bringing up uh, the example with carl that you can you can move the needle on your goals and you can move the needles on your growth and you don't have to feel a one about it all the time you know fuck yeah man and and how empowering is that if you can actually get through yeah. and 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 empower yourself to do to get yourself to the gym to eat healthy whatever that is yeah. like that's such a victory and then you can kind of start relying on yourself a little more too you're like hey Great way even though you know i used to come up with be the person who came up with excuses not to do these things well i choose not to be that person anymore i'm going to fucking do them like you know it's it's just creating those new pathways and creating those new habits and it's not easy to do but i mean you can fucking do it because you've got the fucking power you just got to believe in yourself and what it also is is it's allowing feelings just to be feelings exactly and not to be actions a hundred percent and so feeling sad or feeling upset or, or even feeling angry but just allowing that to be a feeling and not projecting it not allowing it to to sink your day exactly, yep. to stick to whatever your commitments were mm-hmm. that's very interesting that's a very uh i think that's a really empowering ability to have it totally is man yeah. well that's what eckhart tolle says isn't it Be, become the observer like step back and yeah right yeah. yeah yeah good reference there you go yeah shout out to eckhart tolle if he's listening mm-hmm I'm sure he is. Likely. He was just on uh, Russell Brand's podcast, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's, uh, I, I haven't had a chance to... Uh, I just saw a snippet of it on, on, on YouTube. and check that out. Right, right. So uh, go listen to Russell Brand and Eckhart Tolle after this. Yep. Or maybe listen to this episode again. Yeah. And, and then, then go down. over to Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. good? Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So we'll wrap it up there. Thanks, buddy. Love you. Love you, too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.